Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program, dnr.wi.gov. By the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, March 25th through the 27th at Kalahari Resort in the Wisconsin Dells at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. And by Remy Battery, family-owned and operated since 1931, serving Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. Let's start something, RemyBattery.com. I'm Jeff Kelm. Dan is out this week. Today we'll talk with traveling expert Ellen Probst. Uh, we'll talk to Debbie Prepke of Mercury Marine and DNR Outdoor Skills trainer Linda Zhang and Remy Battery President Mike Miller. All that coming up right here. And now it's time for the Madison Outdoors Report. So you can hear this feature every week on WTSO, the Big 1070, uh, our podcast on Lake Link, on iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, nobody joining me this week. Uh, people are busy this time of year uh, getting ready for open water. A lot of folks still on ice as well. And, and that's really what I want to talk about today. Um, if you get a chance... You know, listen to the full show here today. You can also, you know, go back and download the show. So if I say something and you're like, oh, what, what was that? You can go back and you can, you can pick it up from there. But, uh, you know, the Madison area is, is so unique for, for fishing opportunities. Uh, you've just got the Madison chain there. Uh, of course you can jump over onto the Wisconsin River and you're really not too far away from the Mississippi as well. So, uh, you're really blessed in that Madison area for uh, opportunities but in general what i'm seeing uh on the ice is uh is structure patterns still at this point um with one caveat uh depending on where you're at uh fish especially panfish will relate to that structure uh but you need to kind of um understand uh, what their needs are at this time of year we really haven't had much of a melt. You know, we had one uh, warmer day a little earlier this week uh, that we're going to get a little bit of melt from. Uh, but it looks like maybe some snow coming. It's going to uh, it's going to sh- change and shift some things for you to to focus on and look at. But if you're chasing panfish here at this time of year, let me tell you one thing that you're going to be looking for. First off, if you have a camera, use it. It's going to reveal information to you uh, that you didn't even know you needed. But uh, and it's not just. Uh, fish. A lot of people figure that they use a camera for fishing. Um, and I, and I don't, I don't use a camera for fishing at all. Actually, I use a camera simply for scouting. And, uh, what I'm, what I'm looking for right now is, uh, obviously I'm looking for fish within a structure or around the structure and around the structure is going to be the, the key. Uh, what I have found in, I'd uh, say water that is less than, uh, seven feet. Uh, what I'm finding is fish actually pushed off away from the weeds at this point. They're actually in the pockets between weeds. Um, and you could have some, some large, large expanses of water, uh, or, or weed patches and then finding those fish in between. Uh, one of the, the tactics that I tend to use is looking to see where the shacks are, where the shanties are. A lot of times those are set down. Right at the tail end of first ice, you know, we're starting to get that, you know, 10, 12, 14 inches of ice. Uh, and uh, you can drag it out with a four-wheeler or a truck and you can drop your shacks. A lot of those shacks are dropped onto those, you know, first ice type bites. It's a very back end of them. They start to get a little weaker as the time moves on. Um, and so I start looking to the proximity of where those shacks are, dropping uh, holes and looking into my camera. And looking for those spaces in between the weeds that those fish have pushed off to and are now kind of huddled together for protection um, uh, in the shallow, shallow water. When we're talking deeper water, we're still talking weeds and we're not talking deep. We're talking, you know, somewhere between that 10 to 25 foot mark. I'm looking for other structure and those fish do tend to be in the structure. Some of them tucked deep in the structure. Not too long ago, I was at a body of water where I was fishing um, a milfoil bite, which really doesn't happen very often. Oftentimes, uh, like coontail, milfoil, things like that gets so thick, it's actually hard to fish. Uh, but the fish were within that 
uh, within that weed patch, but they were deep. Uh, I had to use the camera because your flasher just read all the weeds and you couldn't see the fish. You couldn't see the fish even when they bit, uh, and they came up uh, out of the weeds a bit. Uh, but, uh, it took the camera going deep into the weeds to go, oh yeah, there's fish here. And then fishing flasherless, no graph of any sort, uh, because it didn't matter. You couldn't see down to where those fish were. And you just had to believe that if you dropped down and you came back up, you kind of had to have confidence in what you were doing to catch those fish. And so I was concentrating on that. On that exact same lake, we moved off in about 24 feet of water, uh, found ourselves on some cribs and uh, found fish in that as well. Um, the one thing I got to encourage you to do, though, is make sure that you're actually uh, fishing for the fish that you want. Everybody goes out with a different goal for the day of what they want to do. If they want to catch a meal of fish, they just want to see a fish, they just want to get bit, they just want to enjoy the being outside and not at work. I totally understand. But if you're out there to catch fish and uh, and you are struggling to catch the right fish, I just encourage you to continue pressing forward. Um, there are going to be some lakes that have such a small amount of good fish that, uh, that you're, you know, you're five, six inches or that's all you're going to catch. But I know that the Madison chain is not like that. There are good fish across the board of that chain, even in the shallow water, in some of the deeper water. Of course, you've got the deep water perch bite and things that, uh, that has kind of come on here in the last uh, few weeks that I encourage you to go take a look at. Uh, but you get into like Wabisa and things like that. You're in the thick weeds and, uh, you can take a look at that on a camera and go, man, there's, it's, it would be really hard to fish this at times. Uh, and you might be finding a lot of little fish. That doesn't mean that bite is off. You think of it this way. I've fished tournaments across the board for many years and I've never been to a tournament where nobody caught fish. Now, that's not to say that doesn't happen, uh, but I've not seen it. Have there been times where it's uh, been a bit of a struggle? Sure. Does the weather affect how good the bite is? Absolutely. Uh, but there's always a bite on every lake at any time, regardless of uh, high pressure, bluebird skies, whatever it may be. Those fish require different things, and it's up to you and, and me as anglers to figure out what that really is. To me, when I start seeing the bluebird skies, I understand that it's not going to necessarily be just a rip and bite, and we're going to be just smoking them. But I understand that I may have to downsize. I may have to actually go deep into those weeds and not just fish the edges and fish memories from when I fished uh, before. Finding new places and new ways to explore those lakes are going to be your number one key. Being light and uh, being mobile is the absolute number one reason I catch the amount of fish that I do, uh, regardless of what happens. I'll argue with anybody that color and uh, and uh, color of jig and color of plastic, for that matter, really makes a difference in most cases. It does sometimes, but location is always going to be number one. You can't fit catch fish that aren't there, and you can't catch big fish that don't exist. You need to have those combined. I use primarily uh, uh, either a light color or a dark color. It doesn't matter if it's a red, a black, or a brown if you're going to go into the dark colors, and it doesn't matter if it's a white, a bubblegum, or a light color purple if you're going to go with the light colors. Um what I do think matters is the type of plastics and stuff like that that you're using and the type of live bait that you're, that you're using. Uh, some fish will key into a heavy thud of a paddle tail or uh, a large wax worm, and others want something wispy. <clears throat> the number one trick that I use when it comes to live bait is I fish with spikes primarily, Euro larva, some people call them. And I will just skin hook them right between what we call the eyes. You'll see two little black dots on uh, the flat end of the spike. And I'll just barely hook them there. And then I'll take the back end, the pointy end of the spike, and I will pull some of the guts out to allow it to have kind of a wispy little tail instead of a thud hard of that spike. Uh, I will tell you it will make a difference. Not only will it release some of the natural juices of the spike and those fish that are keying on proteins uh, will just be more apt to eat, but they have that little wispy tail. Now, 
they don't see spikes or urolarvas in the water, so it's not like they know exactly what they're looking at. But what they do key in on is there are a lot of things in the fish's world that have little wispy tails or little wispy things of feelers, phalanges coming off of them, and they will key in on those. So if you're struggling, try something like that, and I'm sure you can catch some uh, some extra fish. The same thing goes for plastics. Either you're going to fish a paddle tail or you're going to fish a long wispy tail. Some bodies of water, a long wispy tail is all you're ever going to use. Some lakes, a paddle tail is going to be your best bet. But I recommend having a mixture of both in a couple of different colors that may be your favorite. Some light and some dark, and someday you'll be switching them up. Am I going to tell you that you have to have purple, that you have to have black, that you have to have bubblegum? No. Pick your colors. Have your kids pick your colors. I'm sure at some point you're going to catch fish. Be confident in what you're doing. Use all the technology you have at your disposal. And this time of year can be an incredible time to catch fish, even though we call it the doldrums. We're waiting for spring. I am, as well as you are, and I cannot wait to see what happens. We'll get a full Madison report from folks there on the ice coming up next week. You can hear this feature on WTSO, the Big Ten Seventy, our podcast on Lakelink, on iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can join us uh, as we continue with more Outdoors Radio right after this. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect billions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Uh, call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com. Uh, by the way, all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Hey, we got a giveaway this week. If you want to enter to win two free tickets to the Wisconsin Fishing Expo, February 25th through the 27th at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison, you can email us at dsoradio at gmail.com, or you can call 414-297-7554, leave your name and number, and mention the Wisconsin Fishing Expo giveaway. That's our giveaway this week. I really hope you get involved in that. dsoradio at gmail.com or call 414 414- 297-7554 for two free tickets to the Wisconsin Fishing Expo coming up here next weekend. I'm going to talk a little bit about ice fishing in the Madison Outdoor Report. For those of you that don't know what that is, guess what? You can find it online if you check out our radio show on Lakelink. Go to lake-link.com, uh, go to the Outdoor Radio page, and you can hear the full show with the Madison Outdoor Report right there. So if you want to hear that, want to hear about some fishing, uh, I'll be doing that over there. Otherwise, coming up, Mike Miller from Remy Battery. He's the president over there. He's going to talk about uh, some batteries and what happens in the wintertime. He's also got a cool project at World of Wheels this next week as well. Debbie Prepke from Mercury Marine. She's going to preview what Mercury's going to have at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show. We're going to talk to Alan Probst. He's a famous trapper, got his TV show. He's going to be talking to you about trapping at the Kalahari Resort in the Wisconsin Dells. And uh, he's going to be joining us here to talk about what his seminar is going to look like and a little bit about trapping in uh, in general. Uh, but first, we talk to DNR Outdoor Skills Trainer Linda Zhang about uh, upcoming uh, classes for the Learn to Hunt and Learn to Fish programs here in Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. This uh, The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources offers hunter education courses and Learn to Hunt and Learn to Fish programs for novice hunters and anglers. You can check them out. Uh, and the uh, course is online at dnr.wi.gov. Look for the keywords, uh, learn to hunt or learn to fish. And joining us now is DNR Outdoor Skills Trainer, Linda Zhong. Linda, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. What does Outdoor Skills Trainer mean, Linda? <laughs> yeah, so we, um, there's five of us around the state, um, and we oversee the um, safety education programs. Um, throughout the state, um, and so these include programs for ATV, uh, boat, snowmobile, um, and hunter ed, um, and then it, um, as well as you know the um, hunt for food, fish for dinner um, programs that are coming our way. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, uh, you get to you get to take part in the early education portion of of all of these uh, individuals here in the state of Wisconsin, and and really have a very significant hand in growing so much of. Uh, the outdoor environment that we get to enjoy here. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and so we work with a vast um, group of volunteer instructors as well. Um, and so we assist them in, um, you know, developing their classes. Um, they've got questions with agendas um, or just, you know, any um, safety ed questions they have um, with their students. Makes sense. And uh, you guys are, are trying to create uh, diversity in the outdoor experience. I mean, the state of Wisconsin is uh, is such an incredible uh, place to enjoy. And and we all, uh, you know, growing up here, we know what uh, what we get to do fishing wise, hunting wise. But there's a lot of individuals that have um, maybe not had the same opportunities, whether it's where they grew up or maybe they've come from um, out of state, out of the country, uh, different uh, backgrounds and things like that. But you guys are really trying to bring this all together, kind of an inclusive experience for anybody that wants to enjoy the outdoors here in Wisconsin. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's what uh, we're aiming to do. Um, just trying to reach out and, um, you know, make new partnerships. Um, we're trying to reach, um, you know, areas um, that are, you know, pretty much untouched um, and communities um, that are looking for, um, you know, a way to uh, recreate. Um, so if we're reaching out to, you know, universities, um, we're reaching out to, um, you know, school systems, um, just trying to see, um, you know, and get out there and see students, um, even adults um, that are new to um, these programs that just need um, some more strength um, and um, and assistance um, going out into the woods. It makes total sense. I love the idea of that that focus and and uh, you know working with the volunteers. I'm sure is is fun because you know you 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 come into this job. It's uh it's part of your career path. Uh, but these volunteers, this is just what they do because they're passionate about it. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it definitely is cool. Um, you know, they love it so much. And, you know, after their classes are done, you know, some students, some parents still come back up and, and say, hey, you know, my son or my daughter took a class with you and this was our hunt or this was our um, time out. Um, and, you know, they share pictures, share stories. And, um, you know, it's just great all around. No, it's it's uh, I mean, we're in the middle of winter right now, Linda, but this is definitely the time where we kind of get to look forward and start doing a lot of the planning for uh, a number of different activities, you know, whether it be open water fishing seasons, uh, hunting seasons. We've got uh, turkey season, you know, right around the corner. There's some programs coming up that individuals can participate in, aren't there? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to check on our dnr.wisconsin.gov website, um, you can search up some of our um, upcoming hunt for food um, or fish for dinner programs. Um as well as check out some of our safety classes on our Go Wild website. And a lot of your your programs, like the Hunt for Food and things like that, I mean, you can be completely novice. I mean, never never experiencing anything close to that. And that program will will walk you through the steps of of what what it's really like, and and even you know take take the the opportunity to go on a hunt. Yeah, um, these classes are designed. Um, so that, you know, you come in, you get a, you know, uh, introductory course, um, you get some hands on, um, you know, whether it be, you know, hands on a fishing pole or hands on a firearm, you know, shoot, practice, um, and then eventually get out there, you know, with a mentor, um, and get to experience, um, what's it like being outdoors. You, you must be very fulfilled in your job, being a part, having a, a hand in all of that. Yeah, it's very rewarding, um, and just being out there and just connecting with people and sharing um, the same passion that I do for outdoors. That's very cool. Did you grow up in a in a, in a hunting and, and fishing family? Um, fishing, yes. Um, hunting, not so much. Um, my dad is a little bit more traditional, so it was a little bit harder to um, include the girls. Um, but growing up and um, you know coming into this uh, program. Um, I started to explore things out on my own um, and then sharing that with my family. That's awesome. And, and we, we talked about the diversity and, uh, you know, the, 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 the sector of female participants, even at a very young age, is growing. And we want to continue to, you know, uh, make sure that those opportunities continue to be there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm a big advocate for, uh, you know, having uh, – women or girls come out 
Um, and so we're, you know, trying to provide uh, what we can do to make um, everybody comfortable um, outdoors. That's awesome, Linda. Well, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk about the programs today. And uh, folks can find out more at, at uh, dnr.wi.gov. And uh, the keywords uh, like uh, learn to hunt, learn to fish, that stuff will we'll get them to those programs, right? Yep, you got it. Awesome, Linda. Thank you so much for the time today. Yeah, thank you. Linda Zhang, she's the DNR Outdoor Skills Trainer for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. We are brought to you by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources here as they offer their uh, hunter education courses and learn to hunt and learn to fish programs uh, to novice hunters and anglers. Learn more at dnr.wi.gov. Check out the keywords learn to hunt or learn to fish. We'll be back with more Outdoors Radio right after this. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Get outside and let us be your guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin. Feel the power at Kai's Peak Uphill Truck Drags on March 12th. Racing starts at 10.30. The big power trucks race up the snow all day. Admission is $10 with kids 12 and under free. Trucks are registering online from five states. Food and drink sales benefit the Florence Volunteer Firemen, Blue Ox Trails, and Kai's Peak Ski Hill. So no carry-ins, please. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com events tab for details. Discover everything new at the 81st Journal Sentinel Sports Show, sponsored by Mercury Marine. Watch pro fishing demonstrations at our new 5,000-gallon stocked hog trough. Explore the latest outdoor equipment and products. Bring the kids to fish the country's largest indoor trout pond, learn to tie a fly, touch wild animals, and more. Don't miss the sports show March 10th through 13th at State Fair Park. Information and ticket discounts at jssportsshow.com. That's jssportsshow.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the years. Thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. We invite you to our newly remodeled Milwaukee retail store on the corner of 43rd Street and Lincoln Avenue. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids, Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or the waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. The 81st annual Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show returns to the, uh, the Wisconsin Expo Center at State Fair Park, March 10th through the 13th. The details at jssportsshow.com. And joining us now to uh, talk about uh, the sports show is Debbie Prepke. She is from Mer- Mercury Marine as the uh, business district manager for Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa. And Debbie, I'm I'm excited that you're here with me because, uh, you know, you and I get a chance to actually see each other throughout the course of the uh, open water tournament season. And, and it's always a pleasure to see you. It is very exciting to be on here on the radio with you. And yes, um, all the events that we passed, uh, I want to say pathways throughout the summer between the Merck Nationals and the Sturgeon Bay Open. You and I get to have a lot of fun, and we also get to talk with a lot of our fishermen out there. It is a lot of fun. Those events are always great to be at, and and folks listening to the show know I'm I'm the tournament director for uh, for events uh, across uh, the walleye and bass world, and and uh, get a chance to do the announcing and things. And and uh, you have uh, representatives, uh, pro staff anglers fishing in a lot of those events that's what uh, kind of brings you there of course the Merck Nationals is Mercury's event so you're you're there as uh, as a representative for Mercury but um you kind of keep tabs on all of your anglers when you're at these events and uh, but they like seeing you that's like it's it's not like a chore or anything 
No, it's actually, you know, it's one of those things where people have to say, I have to go to work. Well, I say I get to go to work. Um, my pro staffs are amazing people. They're out there every day promoting Mercury's brand and, you know, the good sportsmanship on the water. They have stepped up throughout the year and helped me with children's events. I mean, we all believe that the future of, you know, fishing and being out there is with the kids and keeping them on the water and keeping the sport going. And and these guys are my number one team out there that helped me to do it and get it done. That's awesome. Now, Mercury has been a part of the sports show uh, for a long, long time. I mean, 81st year for the sports show, um, and uh, and Mercury's been a part of most of that. And this year, no different. Mercury's going to be there. Uh, you guys are going to have a booth set up. What types of things are we going to be seeing from Mercury? Well, it's really an exciting year. Mercury Marine um, has announced their new 600, so that will be at the show if anybody would like to come and see it. Take some selfies and imagine how big it is and everything else. But we also are going to be representing a lot of our other product, um, our new advanced tiller handle, you know, the heated handle. We have Smart um, First Mate, which is an you know, a, amazing new accessory you can add to your boat and your Mercury. Vessel View Mobile, Active Trim. You know, there's a lot of things that we are bringing out that we're going to show at the show. And also, we have people there that can talk to you about it and see what fits you know, your type of boating, what you're out there doing. Um, we are going to have the small five-horsepower propane motor for our salespeople. I mean, there are so many things that Mercury is out there innovating and making possible for every type of boater. And it's it's so cool to see the innovations coming right out of our backyard. I mean, I live in central Wisconsin, and uh, and obviously the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show is a show I uh, have attended uh, a good portion of my life. And uh, and Mercury, right in Fond du Lac, uh, it's so cool to see such a national and international brand uh, really playing such a big part in a big local show, you've got you've got some of the best in the industry, those that really put their nose to the grindstone at Mercury coming to the show and being able to talk to the individuals about stuff that they helped design, that they helped test, that they know works in in any environment. Oh, absolutely. We have a team that I mean, if our product comes out of that plant. It's high quality. They check everything. They make sure everything is quality, you know, approved. And it's, it's, it's good product that I just, I'm very proud to work for the company, as you can hear in my voice. But also, I'm very, very proud to be able to be at that show, at the sports show, and, you know, show our product, help the consumers understand it all, and answer any of the questions they have. And you talked about the 600. I want, I really encourage folks to go check out that, that, that unit. You'll be surprised how big a 600 is um and uh you know i'm I'm waiting for it debbie when's the first walleye angler going to have a 600 on the back of their boat i mean i suppose the the, the boat manufacturers need to you know need to beef up them transoms a little bit but uh uh it, it'll be uh, you know it's you know somebody sitting in their garage right now going i wonder if i could get that on there Oh, they're, they're even at the shows. They're asking, you know, do you, will this fit on my, you know, boat? I, I've got an 18 foot this. Or, you know, as you said, right now the 600s are going mainly to the boat builders that are, you know, manufacturing, creating, researching, developing boats that can support that type of horsepower and motor, and are getting it out there. Um, if they want to log in, they can check out Miami Boat Show this weekend. They're showing them down there, but it is, you know, it will be at the sports show. Definitely want you to come and check it out. It's the V12, 600 horsepower, along with all our other items, too. Please come and talk to us about it. And you've got Mercury-sponsored fishing seminars as well. Some of your pro staff is going to be there. Uh, the men and women that uh, that are on the water day in and day out utilizing Mercury technology, but also just the intricacies of catching fish, the patterns they pick up on, things like that. Those seminars are going to be out there for folks to enjoy as well. Yes, we do. We do sponsor quite a few of the seminar spots, which is amazing. These guys have stepped up and are out there to teach, show everybody some of their techniques, talk about their products. Um, they are, you know, they're my number one guys on the water, can talk about it, can tell you the experience of what they've got going. And like you said, kind of show you how to catch that certain muskie, that bass, that walleye. They can, they can talk you through it all. 
Well, Debbie, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I know folks are excited for the sports show again this year. Uh, they're excited to get out. I'm going to guess you guys are going to be pretty darn busy in the booth. Well, thank you very much for uh, enjoying or having me join also. And yes, I'm, I'm expecting to be very busy in the booth. And like I said, just come on down and I will be there to help. Debbie Prepke, Mercury Marine Business District Manager for Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa, joining us to talk about the 81st Annual Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show as it returns to the Wisconsin Expo Center at State Fair Park, March 10th through the 13th, and Mercury, a big part of that. You can check out more at jssportsshow.com. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dancemalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kell. Remy Battery has been family-owned and operated since 1931. They're located in Milwaukee on 43rd and Lincoln, as well as in Escanaba and Houghton in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And on the web at RemyBattery.com. Joining us to talk about winter battery care and an exciting event coming up next weekend is Remy Battery President Mike, uh, is Miller? Moeller? Yeah. Miller. 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 There we go. Miller. Um, uh, I've seen enough names and enough uh, spellings of Miller that I can guess it at least. Uh, but, uh, I appreciate you taking the time, Mike. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here with you, Jeff. So, uh, you have been a great sponsor to Outdoors Radio. I really appreciate that. I know Dan does as well. Uh, a lot of folks getting the chance to hear about Remy Battery and what you guys do. And we've, uh, we've talked uh, about Remy Battery before, but you know, we're, we're in the, like the heart of winter. Some days we're getting a little bit of a warmer weather, but really even in where I'm at in, in, uh, central Wisconsin, we've got plenty of these days that are still negative temperatures, things like that. The cars, the uh the uh the UTV that's in my driveway not really enjoying starting in the morning uh mike uh, I, I, it's tough <laughs> I, my my brother was up north at uh, his cabin in uh, north of eagle river this uh, past weekend snowmobiling with a group of guys and uh you know of course uh, he went out and he even said that uh, he had a little grunting going on in his van that uh, he had driven up this weekend so yeah even though the days are getting longer jeff uh they they quite aren't there yet for us right that's right and so that cold weather really has an impact on batteries all the way around uh and a lot of different uh factors play into it obviously load and things like that and i'm sure you can explain some of that but you know, 50,000 foot view, cold weather is, is really hard on batteries. Yeah, interesting fact. You know, I mean, you drop the temperature from, uh, roughly about 80 degrees down to zero degrees, and that battery only has about, uh, 40% of the starting power that it had at 80 degrees. And, you know, you drop it down even further, obviously, uh, below zero temperatures when you start getting down to, say, for example, uh, about, uh, you know, negative 15, negative 20 below. Now that battery has about 25% of the starting power that it had on a, on a nice summer day at 80 degrees. So, you know, obviously, especially in our climate, one of the main things that you really want to look at is, is cold cranking amps. Obviously, the higher the number, you know, the more power you're going to have, especially when the temperatures are going to drop low. Um, and so that's real important. The other thing that's also important is that, you know, batteries, just like any other part on the car, you know, wear out and over time. And in our, uh, in our climate, the average life of battery is anywhere from about four to six years. So if you're on that bubble and you don't want to get stuck out in the cold someplace, it's best to, you know, do some preventative maintenance and get in and have that battery tested. And even if it's four to six years old, probably best to just replace it. Yeah, and and I think people would be surprised. There's there's plenty of times where you may start it in the morning. You, you talk about getting stuck. You start it in the morning. Hey, it started just fine. Uh, you come out of work at the end of the day, and maybe it's ten degrees warmer, but you pretty much just used up that battery's last legs, and now you're stuck. Uh, you know, Jeff, with today's uh, fuel injection and how easy cars start, 
uh, we hear that more and more from customers that they listen, it was starting fine, you know, this morning and I came out this afternoon or this evening and there was nothing there. And that's just it. That's, uh, that's pretty much the way it goes. It, unlike the old carbureted days where you start hearing that grunt and grunt and grunt, uh, it just doesn't happen any longer like that. It just, it, it'll, it'll turn on a dime. And that's why we really push our customers to have that when they're reaching that bubble of four to six years in this, in this area to, to start having that battery uh, uh, looked at, tested, see if they're good for another, you know, season or if, uh, if it needs to be replaced. And recreational vehicles the same way. I mentioned the UTV, uh, the, the Honda Pioneer. It's, I mean, it, it does not like starting in the cold. And, and uh, I have had to jump it uh, a couple of times just to make sure it's got enough uh, juice to go. Uh, probably does need a battery change. Yeah, and Jeff, you know, I mean, uh, one of the best things we hear from riders is uh, the conversion of a wet lead acid battery and putting an absorbed glass mat, a sealed AGM battery in its place. You know, that has, number one, more power, and number two, it uh, has a longer shelf life, and number three, an overall life on an AGM battery is significantly longer. But the real key for any seasonal equipment is proper maintenance proper storage and where that's where we recommend the battery tender or battery maintainer to maintain that battery when you're not using it so that way when you when you get an itch to go out there and enjoy the trails you know all you have to do is unplug that battery tender and and your battery's up to a full state of charge because as that vehicle sits there's not only parasitic trains on that vehicle that run the battery down but over time there's just a natural discharge battery process that happens with any battery out there that uh, slowly causes that battery to discharge over a period of time. So, you know, to really counteract that and com- combat that, you you got to leave those uh, seasonal toys hooked up to uh, uh, some kind of battery maintainer uh, and, uh, you know, keep that plugged in when, when you're not when they're not in use. You know, there are there are listeners right now that are panicking about their boat battery this very instant because of that. <laughs> it's, it's very true, and, you know, it's, it's going to be here sooner than you know it. The ice is going to be off the lakes, and, uh, again, I've, I've heard stories over my career, 30-year career so far, guys going out to the lake, dropping it in, and not even thinking about it, and then trying to start it, and they're like, oh. <laughs> it's off the trailer now. you got to crank it back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. awesome. Well, so uh, uh, you're taking a vintage truck to World of Wheels. It's a fun event. If nobody's ever, if you've not been to the World of Wheels in Milwaukee, I grew up in Sheboygan. It was not an annual thing for me, but I did get a chance to go a few times. World of Wheels, State Fair Park. You're taking a 1966 Ford F100. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly, Jeff. Listen, World of Wheels is the largest indoor uh, uh, classic auto show in Wisconsin. They have it annually. Uh, obviously, for the last couple of years, they didn't have it. So this year, they're expecting a larger-than-normal crowds and uh, larger-than-normal participation just for the simple fact that it hasn't been going on for the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, we've been participating in that show for a number of years, and uh, we've been progressing along. We have a 1966 Ford F-100 uh, that we uh, took off its original frame, and uh, we bought a donor car, which was a 2008 uh, Ford Interceptor police car. And uh, we dropped the body onto that frame and uh, turned it into a bit of a restaurant rod. Got the original patina, and uh, we're we're kind of turned it into a hot rod delivery truck for us. That so. is awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. And those are fun projects, and uh, and you know, folks can come by, say hi. You're going to be there all weekend, Mike. We yeah, we are going to be there all weekend. It starts next week, Friday through Sunday, uh, and at State Fair Park. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have, us, my, not only myself, but a number of our sales guys are going to be hanging around, answering questions, showing off the truck, answering questions about the truck. Um, and, uh, you know, just talking battery, battery accessory, battery wiring cable. Uh, and we're going to be passing out a few trinkets, too. So definitely stop by the by the booth and, uh, you know, pick up a, a couple of freebies. It sounds like it's a really tough place to work by you. <laughs> I tell you, you know, the the uh, this is a very good time, and uh, you know, 
if you've ever been, which it sounds like you have, uh, if you haven't, uh, you know, stop by because later in the afternoon, later in the evening, they also have, uh, you know, they bring out the band and they set up a band and uh, people are doing a little dancing. And in addition, they also have auctions of um, the pinstripe guys are there and they're auctioning off uh, works of art that they do. And the proceeds go to uh, the... Uh, uh, basically to uh, the Shriners and to, uh, you know, the cancer for uh, young kids. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, it, just a side story, uh, growing up to seeing seeing all of the TV cars that would, you know, each year there'd be like a new set of TV cars. Some of them, that you know, some of the collectors in the area own one, and so is there all the time. But whether it be Batmobiles or, or different things, would be there, and it was just always the coolest thing. So, love World of Wheels. Glad you're going to be there. I hope folks uh, stop by and say hi. You bet. You bet. We'll look forward to seeing everybody down there. Mike Miller, thank you so much, man. Hey, Jeff, it's been a pleasure, and uh, be safe out there in the outdoors. Remy Battery President Mike Miller joining us. Remy Battery has been family-owned and operated since 1931. They're located in Milwaukee on 43rd and Lincoln, as well as in Escanaba, Houghton, and Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and on the web at RemyBattery.com. More Outdoors Radio on the way next. Discover everything new at the 81st Journal Sentinel Sports Show, sponsored by Wisconsin Ford Dealers. Hunters, enter our archery tournament or our new trophy deer contest. Watch the canines compete in our fastest retriever contests. See grilling demos by Mad Dog and Merrill. Explore the latest outdoor equipment and products and more. Don't miss the sports show March 10th through 13th at State Fair Park. Information and ticket discounts at jssportsshow.com. That's jssportsshow.com. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Get outside and let us be your guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin. Feel the power at Kai's Peak Uphill Truck Drags on March 12th. Racing starts at 10.30. The big power trucks race up the snow all day. Admission is $10 with kids 12 and under free. Trucks are registering online from five states. Food and drink sales benefit the Florence Volunteer Firemen, Blue Ox Trails, and Kai's Peak Ski Hill. So no carry-ins, please. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com events tab for details. Attention landowners, the Conservation Reserve Program, CRP, is now open. CRP is a great opportunity for those hard-to-farm acres. It also helps improve a farm's profitability, delivers high-quality wildlife habitat, cleaner water, and healthier soils. The CRP sign-up is going on right now through March 11th. Find a local Pheasants Forever biologist at pheasantsforever.org slash CRP or visit your local USDA service center. Farm the best, CRP the rest. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. The Open Season Sportsman's Expo is coming to Wisconsin again this year. We'll run March 25th through the 27th at Kalahari Resort in the Wisconsin Dells. Details 
at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. And joining us now to talk about his seminar at this year's expo is trapping expert uh, Alan Probst. And Alan, uh, you're the host of the Wild Sportsman on the Sportsman's Channel, and I just appreciate your time today, man. Yeah, actually, uh, we changed the name. It's actually now North American Trapper on the Sportsman's Channel. So North American Trapper on the Sportsman's Channel. No problem there. <laughs> no problem there. Well, you're going to be at the sports show. It's neat that the, the show is, uh, is coming again, uh, this year. And, uh, yeah, I, I, just a little background on you. Uh, from what I understand, uh, 10 seasons in the minor leagues playing semi-pro baseball? Yeah, I played, uh, I was in the Mets organization. I'll be darned. That's, uh, that's got to create some stories, huh? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely write a book. I'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only understand some of the uh, some house, uh, you know, uh, shenanigans in uh, in a minor league or semi pro system uh, for sure. I mean, in the in the pros too, there's no doubt. Uh, not a bad, uh, not a bad record as far as I can see here. Fifty seven career home runs and a two ninety seven RBI. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I was a catcher. Uh, you know, my body completely broke down when I was about. 30 from the wear and tear over the years, three knee operations, my arm, my shoulder, and my elbow. Yeah, I'm like the walking wounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have found a passion for trapping, or did you have that, that passion even before baseball? Caught the fever at seven years old when oh. I got my first muskrat, so I was doing that through baseball as well. I have to imagine that leads to its own stories because you run into quite a few individuals in the baseball world that had no idea what trapping even was. Yeah, there's probably maybe, I think I ran across maybe two or three guys in <laughs> 10 years. That, sure. You know, I, I really didn't even talk about it that much, actually. Well, you're focused on the game, I, I, and, uh, you know, that's, that's where you got to be. But now you get a chance to talk about trapping, and that's what you're going to be doing at the Expo. Yes, I will be doing uh, seminars daily on trapping. We're going to show people how to handle their nest raiders, uh, take the raccoons, possums, and skunks out of the population. That will allow, uh, you know, hopefully some pressure off of those ground nesting birds, your turkeys, your grouse, your duck, things of that nature. And we're also going to cover some coyote techniques that uh, will allow people to, you know, basically uh, handle some coyotes and get into some of those situations to take some of the pressure off of their deer. That's a great idea. I don't think people realize um, how much of a, of an issue this, it's really, I wouldn't say it's a new issue because we've had, you know, we've had trapping, uh, we've had predator issues and nuisance animal issues for a long time. But, uh, due to like fur prices and things like that, uh, being at such a, a low price, there's a lot less people in the trapping world, uh, at this time that uh, are really taking advantage of a very high nuisance animal and, uh, and predator population. Well, I mean, that's pretty much hitting a proverbial nail on the head right there. There's, uh, you know, the fur market is abysmal at best. Um, that in and of itself keeps people out of the field. I don't understand it. Uh, people spend thousands of dollars to hunt every year. This is a wonderful outdoor activity. And you're not only helping, you know, the ground nesting birds and pet animal conflicts and actually the animal that you're trapping, keeping it in check where Mother Nature doesn't have to come in with rabies and distemper and parvovirus and everything else to give them a extremely horrible uh existence until they die. It it extends your hunting season. You know, most hunting seasons, deer hunting seasons are over by the end of December. Uh, unless you want to go out there like Fred Bear in 12-degree weather and try and swing an arrow. But um, most people have their deer by then. Uh, it extends your hunting season. And, and quite honestly, you know, being able to go out there and go one-on-one -on -one with a coyote or one-on-one -on -one with a bobcat or, or whatever and get that animal to step in a two-inch area when he's got 360 degrees, you just really... Uh, you become a much better outdoorsman as well. So I don't understand. I've never equated. I don't trap for money. I trap because it's 
uh, a great, you know, I don't call it a sport. It's not a sport to me. Honey's not a sport to me. It's a lifestyle. And it's a great lifestyle to get out there and, like I said, it really simply just go one-on-one with that critter. But like you said, uh, you hit the nail on the head with fur market kind of dictates how many people are out there because um, they look at it from a monetary standpoint, which is the exact opposite of how I look at it. And that's what I'm trying to teach people. You can get out there and, and help, you know, the other ground nesting birds and other animals, and you can actually help the animal that you're going after. And that's what we try and uh, educate with uh, in our seminars. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, of uh, misconstrued information out there and and, uh, and things that, that people just don't understand about trapping that I think m- uh, many would enjoy, especially as you're talking to, you know, uh, hunters and, and uh, hunters, uh, deer hunters in particular. I don't think they realize how much the their uh their predator populations are pushing deer around and and affecting well, there's an extreme value to that you're absolutely correct right you know i mean i think it's a matter of uh uh you could have the best bedding in the world but if that bedding is also open to uh to coyotes and and, and things um you know those those does and fawns aren't going to stick around <laughs> they're not going to be there well, and you're not going to drag bucks in that way well and that's the thing you have good bedding good cover that's where the deer are going to be that's where the prey species are going to be and that's exactly where the head, uh, predators are going to head. So um, when you can decrease the predator populations, uh, it's not necessarily where you increase at all times the prey species, but you take that pressure off to where the the carrying capacity of the land gets back to where it can, you know, handle. Like if you have the carrying capacity of land can hold 50 deer, but you got coyotes taking 20 of them down in the, the winter and eating the fawns and harassing them in the spring, you're not going to have 50 deer, yeah. um, whether the land can support that or not. So yeah. it, it all goes hand in hand. It's it's no different than if you find a good fishing hole uh, and you fish it every day and you catch 10 the first day and 9 the second, 8 the third, and 7 the fourth, I mean, you can deplete it. We're not out there trying to deplete these populations. We're just trying to keep them in check so so you can have a, a balanced ecological and environmental area. And with the way human expansion is moving out more and more, suburbs are going farther and farther and farther, you're pushing these all different species into smaller and smaller areas. Yeah. And when you do that, it's it just makes it to where – it's not environmentally friendly for any of them. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. that's what we're trying to do, education. That's the biggest thing. And you mentioned something just a couple minutes ago where information is something. That's the information people are getting. They're getting PETA. They're getting Humane Society. They're getting mm-hmm. a lot of those false pretense, you know, talking points to where those people are tugging on heartstrings and trying to get people to – uh, send money in and, and donate because all the sportsmen are bad. <laughs> if you look across the board, they don't spend a dime on habitat improvement. They don't spend a dime on animal welfare. All they do is take, 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 line pockets when it's the National Wild Turkey Federation that's put millions and millions of dollars in the turkey habitat, where it's the deer hunting associations that put millions and millions of dollars in the habitat. That's who's actually putting the money into the wildlife habitat. And I'll take it any day of the week. I'll take any true sportsman, true outdoorsman, match them up against uh, the hypocritical anti-organizations. And I guarantee you, no matter if it's a deer hunter, trapper, turkey hunter, whatever, even though they go out and harvest animals, I guarantee you they care about the animals more than those others. Absolutely, man. Preach. Uh, that, that'll, that'll preach is what they say, uh, in the business, man. Uh, I think folks can look forward to seeing you, uh, and your seminar at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo that's coming up March 25th through the 27th at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. You'll be talking trapping. Alan, I appreciate you taking the time to join me. Well, I appreciate you having me on. And yeah, we're looking forward to getting up there. It was a great event last year. Uh, it was a packed house, even through the, the uncertainty of, you know, what we've all dealt with over the last couple of years, which is just, it's been a madhouse, as you know, and everybody yeah. else that's probably listening to this has had 
to deal with in some capacity or another. And we're looking forward to getting up. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, uh, folks can check that out. Go to OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com for more information. Alan Probst, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. This portion of today's show brought to you by the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, coming to the Wisconsin Dells at the Kalahari Resort, March 25th through the 27th, OpenSeasonSportsman'sExpo.com. More Outdoors Radio on the way next. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Attention landowners, the Conservation Reserve Program, CRP, is now open. CRP is a great opportunity for those hard-to-farm acres. It also helps improve a farm's profitability, delivers high-quality wildlife habitat, cleaner water, and healthier soils. The CRP sign-up is going on right now through March 11th. Find a local Pheasants Forever biologist at pheasantsforever.org slash CRP or visit your local USDA service center. Farm the best, CRP the rest. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks again for joining us today on Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And uh, they'll be at the Wisconsin Fishing Expo next weekend at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. Uh, they got all kinds of fun stuff for you to take a look at. And uh, I know they'll be happy to happy to see you. Uh, we're also brought to you by Remy Battery. We talked to Mike earlier. They are family-owned and operated since 1931, serving Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. Let's start something, RemyBattery.com. And by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr.wi.gov, Hunt Safe Wisconsin, and the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, March 25th through the 27th at Kalahari Resort in the Dells, OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. Missed anything on Outdoor Wisconsin, you want to take a look at it again, you can check out our past several seasons at MilwaukeePBS.org. And if you want to check out Dan's uh, Deer Hunt Wisconsin, go to uh, Deer Hunt Wisconsin uh, YouTube, and uh, they will uh, you will be able to watch all those uh, videos as well. If you missed anything on today's radio show, you want to hear uh, my wonderful voice again, you can take us with you wherever you go. Go to lake-link.com, go to the outdoor radio page, and download this show, past shows as well, and uh, and you can listen uh, at your leisure. Uh, our theme music is brought to you by uh, Warren Nelson. You can hear more of Warren's tunes at warrennelson.com. Uh, this week's giveaway, enter to win two free tickets to the Wisconsin Fishing Expo, February 25th through the 27th at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. You can email us at dso radio 
at gmail.com or call 414-297-7554. Leave your name and number and mention the Wisconsin Fishing Expo giveaway. Good luck with that. If you have any other items for our calendar, you can email us at that uh, same email address. It's dsoradio at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend and enjoy uh, and enjoy what uh, what Mother Nature has to offer. And join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. And the heron is fishing on one cold leg. When the loon cries lover in the blue north wind, I'll be trolling home. My wrist gets a little chilly on the gunnel when my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure. When the worms go dry in the coffee can, honey, I'll be true.